Welcome to this podcast of Music at First Presbyterian Church. My name is Tom Dooling, Minister of Music, and I invite you today to explore the question, where do the hymns come from that comprise our hymn? If you tuned into my podcast last week, you know we explored a little bit of the construction of hymns that we sing in worship, and we looked specifically at poetic meter. Uh, This week, I'd like to explore the question of where do the hymns come from that comprise our hymnal? Are they all written at one time and placed into our hymnal? Uh, Do they come from a wide historical background or a fairly narrow historical background? Let's explore all those questions together today. And let's begin that exploration by looking at the hymn that's quoted at the beginning and end of our podcast. It's uh, Mighty Fortress is Our God. And of course, that was written by Martin Luther, the father of the Reformation. And Luther was very much known as an advocate of music in the context of worship, of rich liturgy. Uh, Luther contributed to writing hymns uh, specifically for that use. And the Protestant Reformation, of course, is a time where we see really the evolution of the hymns that we inherit today really take on specific form. Of course, we think of Calvin as uh, Reformed Christians, as Presbyterians, and Calvin's roots specifically were in the use of psalms. So let's just step back and, and begin by looking at just a tiny bit at the origin of all Christian music, which is the Bible. We think of Old Testament, New Testament, and the psalms. Of course, there are specific songs that we find in the Old Testament. The Psalms of David, of course, were intended for singing. And then we find songs in the New Testament, such as the Song of Mary. Beyond that, historically, we look to early Latin and Greek hymns um, that were written. And, uh, of course, we find those translate themselves forward into the hymns that we sing today through translation, because obviously we sing in English, and those hymns have been Uh, revived through historic research and have been incorporated, set to modern hymn tunes in a way that are accessible to congregations today. The majority of hymns that that we use that come from our hymnal really come from the 19th century, and specifically from England, from the British, uh, the Anglican, various liturgical movements of the Anglican Church, but it's really those British origins that form the foundation of modern English hymn singing and hymn content. Of course, when we think of really the father of English hymnody, we think of Isaac Watts. And Isaac Watts really set about in his most prolific and foundational work to take the Psalms of David, to translate those both thematically and texturally into a form that were that remained true to the to the meaning of the Psalms for which he was setting, but to be set in a form that were more accessible both to congregations in terms of content and meaning, as well as just accessible in terms of setting them in a form that could be sung to what were modern hymn tunes of that era. And it's really uh, his work that, that really paves the way through which we inherit all the hymns that we currently use today. The most prolific era of all in hymn writing was the 19th century. And again, uh, we see the strong English influence. And, and of course, as Americans, we think of late 19th century and early 20th century. We think of specifically of, of American hymn writing. We think of the gospel hymns that we have. If we go back a bit further than that, we think of the camp meeting movements in America that 
um, inspired hymn writing, gospel hymnody, and, and, and et cetera. We think of uh, folk songs that have evolved into hymns. All these form the content of the hymns that we sing today. And so when a hymn writer uh, and a hymn editor set about to perform the task of coming up with a hymnal, either for denomination or for more ecumenical use, uh, they're drawing from this rich, vast treasure trove of hymns. And of course, they're going to look specifically at the hymns that really have stood the test of time, meaning that they're hymns that really spoke in the era in which they were written, and they have continued to speak to congregations ever since then. And those kind of codify a repertoire of more popular hymns from which um, hymnals are generally derived. Most congregations, statistically, have a repertoire of about 130 or so hymns that they sing, and that's very much the case with First Presbyterian. We have about 130 hymns that, if you look back over about 20 years of usage, that generally have consistent usage over time. And uh, most hymnals are comprised of anywhere from probably 500 to mm, 700 or so hymns. Um, They are specific typically to the theology of a denomination for which they're compiled. And uh, so that certainly dictates a a good bit of the content. But, you know, hymns are still being written. Uh, Modern hymns are still in creation. There are hymn writers that are writing hymns set to new tunes, but in sort of in a, in a traditional hymnic style, uh, not unlike the classic hymns that we think of or come to mind, like A Mighty Fortress or Praise Ye the Lord the Almighty or Amazing Grace. Um, there are hymn writers that are writing new text and setting them to existing tunes. Again, in the same way that that has occurred over the centuries, in order for congregations to have quick accessibility to a hymn text where they already know the music, but they're experiencing that that familiar music with a new text. And so those things are still going on today. So one of the things I'd like to do with you over the next couple of weeks is to look at specific hymns, look at some of these classic hymns that have sort of stood the test of time of multiple generational use and explore a little bit of their origin, you know, how they were written, what were the circumstances around which they were created, what what is the reason that they have stood the test of time? Why have they translated forward over so many over so many decades or centuries of use. And we'll do a bit of that exploration in coming podcasts. Hopefully this exploration of some of the foundational aspects of the hymns that we sing last week, the poetic meter and hymn tune and how those two things are married. This week, the look a little bit at where all these texts and tunes come from historically. Hopefully this is giving you a really good foundation behind the hymns that we sing. If you have a hymnal at home, I again encourage you to flip to the back, look through those indexes. It will tell you a lot about the source of the hymns that we sing. Thank you again for listening to this podcast of Music at First Presbyterian Church.